0: NISOA family, as you all know, Black Black History Month is celebrated in the month of February and it brings our attention to the unique struggles and triumphs of the Black community. Here at NISOA, we're focused on being an inclusive organization and using our platform for good. With that, we're super excited to spotlight our successful members and use our platform to share their stories to bring us closer together in understanding and supporting one another. So with me today is Deshawn Beard. Hey, Deshawn. Hello. Deshawn is from Little Rock, Arkansas, and he started with NISOA with the Southern Kentucky chapter in 2004, and he's now with the Arkansas ISOA chapter, and he's been there since 2012. A couple career highlights. um, One of those is working a game with his dad and brother, who are also NISOA members. That's super cool. Yes. And then his other career highlight would be um, officiating a game with two top 10 teams with a North Carolina versus Arkansas matchup. And the center referee on that match was new senior director of education Corey Rockwell. That must have been um, quite the experience.
1: Yes, it it was.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, so um, can you Tell us a little bit about yourself and interest, introduce yourself to the NYSOWA
1: family. Hello everyone. Uh, my name is Deshaun Beard. Uh, I've been refereeing soccer since 1998. Uh, like Adrian mentioned earlier, uh, started into the NYSOWA chapter with the Southern Kentucky back in 2004. So my freshman year in college, attending as a student, I was refereeing soccer games. Um, those guys out there uh, really kind of my graduate into refereeing college. And uh, when I got a job in Arkansas, I was able to transfer at that time to Arkansas as a national Minnesota referee. And I've been with the Arkansas chapter since 2011.
0: Yeah. So we're gonna kind of dive right in. Um, uh-huh. Can you tell us a little bit about what black history means to you?
1: Well, black history to me, uh, it's just not a season. It's not just a month for me. It's my reality. Uh, I want to be able to not just celebrate Black History Month normally during the month of February, but throughout the whole year. Um, I wake up, I live in my time. Uh, Black history is year round. It's just not a month for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Something you live every day, right? Yes. So many people and organizations around the nation generally only celebrate Black history during the month of February, like you said. Mm -hmm. And they see it as a time to feature prominent Black historical icons and their contributions to the United States. What are your thoughts about this approach? And are there ways the nation could do better in celebrating and honoring Black history?
1: Uh, I think a a better way uh, to, to honor Black history um, is to include, it. Uh, I would remember going to grade school, I don't remember too much other than, um, you know, the slave trade um, during the Civil War, the president at that time during the Civil War, um, it wasn't really highlighted at, at my grade school that these are individuals that kind of paved the way and some of those rights that were fought. And I, I, again, I, I know it can be challenging um, because of, you know, you're in grade school or, or going through those process, but I think most of the Western civilization that we study, um, it was more about the uh, settlers that came from Europe and when they established the, the colonies, and I don't want to go into the history lesson or anything, but I think there could be more involvement in our uh, history books uh, at a younger age um, to, to outline those Black individuals.
0: Yeah, definitely, there's, there's that missing portion of history from the education, right? So, um, kind of switching gears a little bit, can you mm-hmm. tell us about your experience as a Black fi- official? What's it like to be a Black official? What challenges, if any, do you face because you are Black within this space? What positive experience have? experiences do you have, if any, because you are Black within the space? and who or what contributed or contributes to those challenges and or positive
1: experiences. Uh, Adrian, that was a loaded question there. Um, it's a little tricky. I just don't wanna say, I, I think of myself as a black official. I wanna say I, I am a, a, an official, I'm a referee first, and I happen to be black. Um, it's in it's in the back of your heads and your back of your thought. Um, I know from my perspective, uh, and again, I'm, I'm going to kind of go back to where they began a, a referee in the Nassau chapter um, in Southern Kentucky. Uh, a lot of those individuals, they didn't look like me. Uh, I didn't look like them. Uh, I didn't look like their, their nephew, or maybe I didn't look like their brother. Um, and I, they kind of welcomed me in um, as a member, and not just myself, but my father as well, Dennis Beer. So for me, it, you know, maybe I'm naive to it, but it wasn't a hindsight that maybe I felt like I was treated differently that I was black. I think they respect me more as what I can produce on and off the field as a referee.
0: Yeah, that's that's super important, right? That's what anybody wants is to be valued for their skill set and their their potential, and not for the color of their skin or, you know, where they came from.
1: So. Yes, and those are exactly what those individuals did.
0: That's awesome, that's great to hear. Um, So Black History Month was created the second week of February to coincide with the birthdays of Abraham Lincoln on February 12th and Frederick Douglass on February 20th. Scholars acknowledge the importance of these two men. Who are some of the icons that inspire you and who you've looked up to in your journey and
1: why? There's so many. Out there. Uh, here in Arkansas, we're going through a, a little snowstorm. I think of Matthew Henson. He was one of the first uh, individuals that was Black to, to reach the North Pole. Um, he did something that routinely, maybe as a Black explorer, didn't do uh, by traveling to the North Pole. Uh, as a referee, um, when I started, there wasn't a lot of people who looked like me that refereed soccer games. So Matthew Henson is a name that, that comes up.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, So in a similar boat, if you could go to dinner with three black icons from the past or present, who would you pick and why?
1: The past and present. And I could go to dinner. We we can all be at the dinner table together. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm going to go start definitely with Martin Luther King, uh, Barack Obama. And for the third one. It's, it's, a, it's a little bit of a toss up, I, I think i will be more of a, a spectator to, to listen to their conversations uh, of what has happened from when they came and, and, and have passed. Um, and again, my third one will probably be a toss up between uh, Malcolm X and Fred Hammond.
0: Yeah, to be a fly on that wall, right? Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's all very powerful individuals. Um, in today's complex society, it can be challenging for officials to come together, especially with, you know, the prominence of social media. However, sport is one thing that unites us and brings us closer together. That's Do true. you have any advice to officials who find themselves in a locker room working with others that don't necessarily look or think like them?
1: Um, well, uh, you know, one cool thing about soccer, and I think this is – that co- covers a globe, soccer is, is the world's game. Uh, maybe it's not the number one sport here in America, but no matter where you go around the world, soccer is number one. And I think soccer is a great tool that bring us up, bring us together, where as officials, as we get through, the, through those pre-games or while we uh, are driving to the games, um, we can use that game um, and talk about it together as officials and, and refereeing together. Um, Any advice from referees? Uh, Of course, be respectful, Um, you know, focus on the game. I don't necessarily want to bring in, uh, as being an SOA member, you know, we're professionals at this. Um, Maybe not to bring it so much outside influence into what we need to do for our job as to be the best officials as we can for that match.
0: Yeah, Try try to leave it at the door almost. Yes. I like that. Um, what changes would you suggest making to improve the experiences and outcomes of black officials?
1: Uh, the first thing that pops in my head is representation. Um, again, I, I started, there wasn't many other black officials refereeing soccer games, uh, uh, on the on the bright side, my family were the were the first ones, uh, and I'm going to give um, some credit to my sister Denise. She was actually the first uh, referee in my family. Uh, so I had my sister Denise who refereed first, and then uh, my dad signed himself up, and his two sons, my brother Demetrius, and we all became referees. So I got to referee with people who look like me that were, but we all lived in the same household. It's a little different uh, when I started to travel and get away from where uh, I started refereeing at that, you know, I didn't see as many people that looked like me. So being able to maybe identify individuals um, to help put them in positions so they can get out and maybe do more than just their local games uh, to maybe, you know, get more involved with refereeing outside their state and maybe uh, start refereeing the SOA games as well. Yeah,
0: um, I think you you touched on something really powerful in that it's so important to see someone like you doing what you want to be doing, right? Yes. We hear, if if you can see it, you can be it. And I think that's, I think that's exactly right. You know, we all need role models sometimes.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: So what advice, if any, do you have to give to aspiring Black officials?
1: Uh, One of the advice my dad gave me was try to be Twice as good as your colleagues, and that's just not on the field, but off the field as well. Um, if there's a time and place that officials meet to, to go to a game, you know, making sure you're there 15 minutes before. Uh, you don't want to be the last official to meet up for that. Uh, the time you guys want to meet to maybe drive to a field. Uh, your fitness level. You, you I I know it's hard, but try to be as twice as fast as your other colleagues know the rules twice as better, even if that's even possible. Um, You need to try to achieve to be the best you can be. If you want to succeed and you want to be able to establish um, who you are, that you belong here and you can do this job.
0: I like it. I like it. Um, When we talk about Black History Month, it's not just about celebrating the progress and the history but also about looking forward and, and what's ahead and where we're going. What does the ideal future look like to you?
1: I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Um, you know, um, that's, that's yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of hard because I don't know where we've been or where the, the past is to kind of lead to the future. Um, but to get more people that look like me or more minority groups, period, um to get to more involved with just not maybe not just refereeing um assessing uh assigners uh being more involved with the chapters as well uh, i'm trying to think of some of the chapters that i belong to and some of the assessors that have been in the the, the summer realm um i don't see as many that remind me of someone that like my father or, or someone that looks like me. So um, I think maybe getting more of that representation in the, our chapter and even our uh, assigners and assessors, um, more the minority group as well.
0: Yeah, that's super, super important. And, you know, um, NISOA is committed to being a diverse, inclusive organization. And so I think, you know, as we take steps to ensure that there is more inclusivity and diversity and that we are representative of the players who are playing the game. I, I, I think you'll start to hopefully see um, some of that changing here in the, in the next few years and moving forward.
1: That will be exciting.
0: Is there anything else that you'd like to share with us regarding your take on black history, um, your experience as uh, a black official or anything we haven't covered.
1: Uh, you know, I. Uh, it's a little tricky. As my, uh, it's in the back of my head. I, I know I'm black. You wanna when you, as an official, I feel like I'm a referee. I'm an official first. I just happen to be black. Um, when I think of some of my past experience as being official, and again, I, I could be naive. Uh, if it's not completely done in front of me, I might not be aware of, but the chapters I've been involved with, not just with the Southern Kentucky chapter, but even here with the Arkansas chapter, uh, and when I transferred to Arkansas, everyone uh, brought me in uh, at, as a member, as family, um, and it's been a rewarding experience uh, to be able to consider some of those officials and some of the people, even though I haven't reference, some of those officials back in Kentucky, area, I can still reach out to them uh, through social media or, or phone calls or text messages and kind of let them know, hey, I'm, I'm looking at the assignments I got or I'm going to be in the area, uh, let's catch up for dinner. So uh, from my p- personal experience, it, it's been really rewarding. I haven't really noticed um, somebody treating me differently because I am Black. Again, I am an official first and it is in the back of my head that I am Black, but I haven't seen that uh Way in my face, and that I felt like something was done to me just because of the color of my skin.
0: And and that's that's the goal. <laughs> I yes. hope I hope uh, you continue to have those those positive experiences. I think that's important for any official. You know, that's that's the goal. So, um, well, thank you, Deshawn, for taking the time to share your journey. It was encouraging, exciting, and really informative. Um, it was really great to hear about. Um, your sister Denise, being yes. the first referee in the family, and then um, you know getting to hear that you got to kind of go through some of these experiences with your family. Um, you know, my brothers and sister were also officials, and so it's it's kind of a unique feeling. Okay. Oh yeah, this is cool. <laughs> That's
1: awesome. Did, did any of your brothers and sisters they ever referee you while you was playing?
0: Um, I used to referee my little sister's game. Okay but
1: uh did you ever give her her a card
0: no no No. my
1: my first yellow card was given to me by my sister
0: oh that's even better
1: because i was her brother
0: (laughs) (laughs) well um i appreciate you sharing your your stories and advice with with us all um you know it it really does help bring us closer together and understanding and appreciating our differences and i know the niso family is going to appreciate Um, hearing from you as well. So thank you.
1: Thank you. Have a great night.
0: You too.